Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. And it is a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. Sun's shining through the window over there. The trees are blowing in the breeze. We have, we, we're on location today. We have actually hiked up to the highest point of Livingston Avenue. We are no longer in the bowels of the basement. We are now <laughs> up in the attic. We are up in the attic, or as I prefer to say, the upper room. The upper room. The upper room, <laughs> which is very biblical and wise to be in an upper room. And uh, and so, yeah, we're coming to you live from the upper room. This is great. This is great. A, a live pre-recorded podcast, I yeah, should I mean, say, but it is totally I'm look, live. I'm looking at you live. That's right, and it's a beautiful day, and we are we are looking out against, <laughs> looking at all of the view of the highest point of Livingston Avenue. Maybe we should just get into Matthew 13. We are looking at Matthew 13 this week, uh, a collection of the parables of Jesus. There's a whole bunch of them. All right. It's going to kick off with the parable of the sower. I think I'm going to read Matthew chapter 13. We're going to skip a little bit. We're going to do verses 1 through 9, and then verses 18 through 23. I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. You ready for that? The same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach, and he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear." And beginning in verse 18, hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. And as for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately he falls away. As for what was sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, in another thirty. Very famous parable. Yeah, that's right, the parable of the sower. And that is the right title for this parable. That is Jesus' title. That's what Jesus called it, right? Yes, Here's the parable of the sower. Yeah, you you read a lot of commentaries and hear a lot of preachers that'll say, well, really, we should call it the parable of the soils. My reaction to that is, I, you know, Jesus called it the parable of the sower. I think I'll follow him. I can see where people come from because there does seem to be a lot of emphasis on these soils. But sure. it, it is the parable of the sower. And boy, he's got a job. He's going to go out and he's going to sow some seed, going to plant some seed. 
I think it's interesting that Jesus calls it that because on the surface it does so much seem like it's a parable about the soils, Mm -hmm. maybe um, a parable about the seed, but what Jesus wants to highlight is he's talking about a sower. Mm -hmm. He's really Mm -hmm. wanting to emphasize what this sower does. And I think before we just say, oh, hey, that doesn't matter, it's just a label, we know that it's really about these soils, And and I'm happy with us preaching sermons about the soils. I think there's lots of things that we can learn from the soils. I've done that, you've done that. Every preacher's done that, and that's fine. But perhaps before we just dismiss and just move quickly past Jesus calling this the parable of the sower, maybe we should stop and think, okay, what is it about this sower that Jesus wanted to make sure we were noticing? He's highlighting the actual farmer, not the ground. He's highlighting the farmer, and I think we should ask why. He is highlighting the farmer. Unique about this, or not entirely unique, but something special about this parable as opposed to others we'll read in the chapter we are given the meaning of the parable, the unlocking of the symbols. And um, to your point a moment ago, well, what's this saying about the sower? So in the meaning, right, in verse 19, anyone who hears the word of the kingdom, this is about the kingdom, the word of the kingdom. And while that's not stated explicitly in the telling of the parable at the front end, when he goes to explain it, this is about the kingdom. I bring that up because so many of these parables begin with, and the kingdom is like. I well, would liken the kingdom too. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I guess I want to highlight here in Matthew, it's not just the kingdom is like, but the kingdom of heaven Correct. is like. Yeah. The kingdom of heaven is like. Matthew, in the entire gospel account that he has, is very much much focused on the kingdom of heaven. That's a phrase Matthew uses 31 times and none of the gospel none of the other gospels use it at all. Mm-hmm. So Matthew is very particular about the kingdom of heaven and then when he as you pointed out talks about the seed it's the word of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Mark just calls it the word. Yeah. I think Luke calls it the word of God. It's the word of God. Here it's yeah. the word of the kingdom. Matthew is really focusing us on the message of the kingdom which is what this farmer is planting, mm-hmm. what this sower is sowing, this message of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So we've got a farmer mm-hmm. who maybe is a king, who well. has a message about a kingdom, mm-hmm. and it's not just any kingdom, it is the kingdom of heaven. This makes me to think of the sower, first and foremost, as Jesus, he is the one who has come preaching repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He's the one being preaching the gospel of the kingdom, yes, uh, as we've read so far in the gospel of Matthew. And he is the king. And he is the king. He is the king. So we take a look at this farmer, and I think one of the things we just need to recognize is this farmer acts like no other farmer would ever act. How so? Well, I don't know of any farmer that would take the seed that he has Mm -hmm. from which comes food that's going to feed his family Mm -hmm. and just throws it everywhere willy nilly without worrying about it. You know, it's like, I don't know what the ground is like. I'm just going to throw some over here and I'm just going to throw some over there and I'm just going to throw some over here. There's no farmer ever that would do that. Now, I know, Uh I know that you're going to find some commentators that try to make sense out of this. Sure. And I think the reason they do that is because we commonly say that parables are supposed to be uh, being drawn from just everyday life. And so, so yeah, they try to so figure out how this is actually a part of everyday life. The, the folks, the, the Galileans all gathered there by the Sea of Galilee, and he's sitting in a boat, and he's talking about a sower. This resonates with them because they're like, hey, who hasn't 
sown a field at some point. This is a very agrarian society. Mm-hmm. So they know well the farming methods. Yes, that's right. And the farming method was not let's just throw seed anywhere. The farming I, method was, let's prepare a field. I mean, that's yeah, always been the farming that, method. That's exactly right. I do know you have some commentaries that will tell you, oh no, this was a very common method of sowing back in the ancient days. Someone will even say, oh yeah, I went over there and I saw people doing this. That has been taken to task by other commentators who have just <laughs> highlighted that it's it's that's always been ridiculous. And I think it highlights something about parables that parables are not necessarily taken from everyday life. There's a connection to everyday life. Everybody Mm -hmm. knows about farmers. Mm -hmm. But there's something in this parable that's not from everyday life because no farmer acts like this. Yeah, there's nothing here about plowing a field, preparing a field, anything like that. And so probably the hook to this parable, what's going to make it memorable, is that this sower, this farmer, is acting so different from the normal process of planting. I know that the politically correct term is radical, but I think we're just going to say this is crazy. This this guy <laughs> is 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 farming like a crazy person. Nobody would do this. And yet, look at the crazy good results he gets. Sometimes I mean, isn't isn't kind of the message here the results are a bit of a mixed bag because a lot of the places where the seed lands, it doesn't bring out a great harvest and and then and then, of course, when it comes on the good soil, it does. Yeah. However, I, I can see how we would see it that way. I do think, though, what we are supposed to recognize is that despite how he distributes this, he actually ends up with a bumper crop. Mm-hmm. When it does end up on the good soil, it's not just here's a little bit. It's here's a lot. Here's yeah. this Here's this huge yield. Yeah, yeah. And in order to get that kind of huge yield, you would expect a farmer would have to be very careful, very diligent, very purposeful about where he throws the seed. Mm-hmm. And yes, he ends up throwing the seed places that don't bear fruit, but it's it's... It's a testimony to the seed itself mm-hmm. that when he, when the farmer acts like this, he still ends up with an amazing crop. Yeah, I think the reason for that, what we're supposed to see here, and, and I know we don't have time in today's conversation to go through all of this, but this story I don't think is actually supposed to come to us out of everyday life. Mm-hmm. I think actually this is a story that stems from the prophets. Mm. If you read through Isaiah, there are several parables in Isaiah that have to do with seeds and soil mm-hmm. and growing and farming. And you find lots and lots of connections. But one of the really important points is when you get toward the end of Isaiah, you get to Isaiah chapter 55. In Isaiah chapter 55, there are two statements that are made that really connect to this parable. First of all, there's the statement where God basically says, my ways are not your ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts. As the heavens is higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. In other words, God doesn't act like we expect him to. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. God, God, is, God thinks differently than us, he acts differently than us. And so it shouldn't surprise us then that when Jesus, God in the flesh, God the Son, comes into the world, that he's actually going to behave differently. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to, quote, I'm putting air quotes here, he's going to farm differently. differently. Then you get to the end of Isaiah 55, and it starts talking about God's word. And that's where he says, look, my word, it's like, it's like the snows and the rains that fall down on the mountains. It will not return to me void. Mm -hmm. It will go down there and it will do what I have sent it to do. Mm -hmm. In Isaiah 55, it actually talks about the fact that instead of producing brambles and weeds and thorns, it's going to produce cypress and myrtles. In fact, it's almost like it turns the brambles and weeds and thorns 
into cypress and myrtle mm, and powerful. these fruitful trees. Mm-hmm. Well, barring from all that sowing imagery, Jesus brings up this story where there is this sower who, who tosses the word of the kingdom. He throws the message of the kingdom to all kinds of yeah. different places, to odd places. All different on, people. On anyone who will hear. Yeah. And what's interesting is that the people who hear are, are not the ones you would expect. Mm-hmm. It's not the Pharisees and the scribes who studied the law. It's the tax collectors. It's the sinners. It's the prostitutes. That's what we've been seeing. The good soil ends up being the people we thought mm-hmm. would be rocky soil and, and pathway soil. And so, so he throws that seed everywhere. He sends that message of the kingdom everywhere. And because that message is so powerful it produces this amazing crop. So we've got a radical farmer who's a radical king who's going to be producing a radical kingdom. All about the kingdom. We hope that you'll join us tomorrow as we head into more of these parables dealing with the kingdom of heaven from Matthew 13. Thank you so much for joining us at Text Talk today. Remember to share this podcast out, rate it, review it. We love it so much. Let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Father, for this time to study your word. Thank you for these parables, uh, amazing stories, so memorable, so pregnant with meaning. And, uh, Father, the curious things about it, particularly this sower today, but we know, Father, that your word is mighty and powerful to change hearts, to change lives, to save souls. And you have entrusted that precious word with your people today. And we pray that we might be just as eager and zealous as that sower we read about uh, to share that word with anyone that we might meet. Father, because you bring about a mighty harvest and a soul-saving harvest. For your glory, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.